Hi, my name is Erica Vargas, and this is my podcast. July 18th, 2019. It was a sunny, warm, and beautiful day at Hume Lake. The trees were dancing in the wind while the birds were singing from the tops. My church group and I ventured up the mountain to our favorite camp of all time. Full of exciting games, activities, and lessons to be learned, I cannot wait to get started on the obstacle course I participated in last year. It was a thrilling competition against different churches. Last year, I got second place, and it was so unsettling to me that I needed to try again. The day arrived, and I was fired up at lunch. My counselor was walking up to me with a grin on her face. I was filled with so much pride, I felt like I could just float off the ground. Talking to my mentor about strategies of winning gave me the rush I needed in order to do what had to be done. Lunch ended, and everyone quickly made their way down to the grassy field to listen to the leaders give instructions about what was about to go down. I eagerly listened, zoning out Alex, one of my friends who accompanied me and chose to cheer me on while I competed. She tried to warn me about the final task in the course. The final challenge required me to slip into a blow-up hamster ball that had holes for my arms and legs. I looked to the side and noticed the hamster ball, and my eyes widened when I remembered the incident I had with these contraptions in the past. I shook my head, no distractions, I told myself. I needed to stay focused if I was going to redeem myself. After five minutes of proud of lengthy instructions to make sure the event went smoothly, us competitors walked proudly over to the lineup where we waited our turn to show off our skills and see if we could successfully complete the challenge course. After watching 12 people finish the race, my heart is beating out of my chest, my toes are tapping, and I was partaking in my terrible habit of biting my nails. I did some jumping jacks and brushed off the jitters knowing I was up next. The next thing I knew, the whistle was blowing and I was running down the field to the first obstacle. Some of my cabin mates ran alongside me, screaming my name, and encouraging words to make me want it more. Rushes of adrenaline were overtaking my body, jumping, running, dodging, and rolling all over the place until I got to the final stage. I stopped for a split second, hesitant to put on the suit. Can't stop now, can't go back, must complete the task at hand. These words repeated in my head over and over as I slipped on the hamster ball. I take a deep breath and run, in and out of cones, forward rolls, down the hill. Then all I had to do was step up onto a podium and ring the bell, until I saw it. A surprise obstacle. Another person ready to throw you off the stand? I didn't know about this. Maybe this is what Alex was trying to tell me. I ran up to them, hit them in the side. They stumbled to the side, giving the small chance to get up onto the platform. I was grinning, but once I turned around, they were charging at me. I was flying in the air and landed right on my back, hearing the loudest crack. The crowd gasped, and I winced in pain, knew exactly what had happened. Something just broke. I slowly carried out of my suit and into a golf cart, tears rolling down my cheeks as I looked around just to see hundreds of people staring me down. Embarrassment flooded throughout my whole body and I dug my head deep into my hands. When we got to the nurse's office in the camp, I was laid down on a bed where they began to stabilize my right foot. The pain was unbearable, so I stuck my shirt into my mouth to control myself from letting out screeches of pain. Once I had taken medicine, I started to relax and try to wrap my head around what had just happened. My counselor swiped the curtains open just to see me laying there unable to move. She had a terrible look on her face and began to tell me the options I had. Choosing between whether to go home or to the nearest ER was a no-brainer. I immediately told her that I wanted to just stay at the camp. Traveling home would take nine hours, and waiting in the ER would probably feel like nine hours, and I am not patient. We agreed, and I was given crutches to use, and I was so excited to hear them offer up a golf cart for me to use, too. Chapel had already started when we were making our way back up the hill from the nurse's cabin. I was so nervous to walk in late because being looked at is just something I have always hated. Two men opened the giant doors of the church for me to enter in through. Loud music was playing and everyone rose to their feet and began to sing. I motioned for my counselor to pick a seat in the back so I didn't have to crawl through an aisle to sit with my friends who I really didn't want to face yet. 
Now, fast forward three days. We all made it down the mountain in one piece, eager to see our families and take a nice hot and long shower. My mom rushed up to me to help me out of the bus. I stumbled into her arms and gave her a huge hug. We made it home, but only for a short amount of time because it was time to head over to the urgent care. I took multiple x-rays, one CAT scan, many visits from different doctors and physical strength tests, all for them to just to tell me that my leg had been broken in two different spots, my tibia and my growth plate, which was not good. I was casted not once, but twice. The ER, the ER doctors messed up the first time and I had to, had to saw it off and restart the casting process. It had already been eight hours of laying on this bed and all I was wishing for was to be at home in my own bed. The clock read 11 o'clock at night. My eyes were drooping in my, and ready to shut forever. Not being able to walk in my cast made life so difficult, even just to do the simplest things like going to the bathroom, taking a shower, or walking down the stairs. From being in this itchy and hot cast for over two months, don't worry, I got it changed so I wouldn't stink, I learned a valuable lesson. Don't take things for granted, even the smallest of things like the ability to run and jump. Due to my injury, I was stripped of my opportunity to participate on my school's track and field team and to continue my journey with cheering for an all-star team. Although I was super bummed about missing out on these experiences, God opened up new ones for me that included FaceTiming my friends who I haven't talked to in a while, starting up arts and crafts, and just having an abundant amount of time to chill. My patience and faith in God was tested to the limits. I didn't think I was ever going to heal. Each doctor's appointment, though, brought good news and continued to lift my spirits about getting back to what I love. My journey of breaking my leg was one I would not want to trade for anything because overall, I learned to be a better person through my changes.